0: It's hot. Hey, it's Nikki Jensen. And Brie Picone. And we're late, late to, to the party. party. Brie, I know what you are. Say, Say it. it. <laughs> A vampire. That's right. <laughs> are you afraid? <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> oh. Ah. Well, so, we just watched Twilight. We did just watch Twilight. Ooh. Wow, I haven't <laughs> seen Twilight, two thousand eight, and since two thousand eight, yeah, I you know I think I've seen it like a few times. Like I, I saw it in theaters. I saw it probably at home or with some friends a couple times, like a rewatch. But that was. During that time, like a year later or something. You know what I mean? Like it was still in that frame of mind in the Twilight hype. Like it wasn't like, oh, and then years later I revisited it. Like this is the first time I've really revisited it, like for real. And let me tell you, it's it's an experience. Uh, would you say you were in the twilight zone? <laughs> but um <I'm> bum <bumped. laughs> Yeah. I was um, um think so yeah. Sorry. No though. I I feel like twilight is one of those phenomenons. Mm-hmm. That I, like, I didn't realize Twilight was all of our high school. So, like, yeah, beginning of high school is when the first Twilight came out. When we graduated, it was, like, Breaking Dawn. Mm -hmm. So, we kind of were the prime age for Twilight and the twilight of it all. And I was more into the twilight of it all than actually Twilight. Oh, okay. So... It's been interesting watching it this go round. You were just like out there buying the lip venom. You're like, hmm, that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Vampire aesthetic, all right. But you weren't like caught up in the story. Completely. I mean, I, you know, not to toot my own feminist horn, but even then I was like, yikes, this is a little problematic. (laughs) This is I can't vibe with this. Yeah. That's what I will say about being like a lover of romantic comedies. Uh-huh. And I feel like, like the trope, you know, like the joke for the past ten years about rom coms is that that they give females false ideas of what it's like to be an adult or to be in a relationship. Okay. I I disagree. I think it <laughs> it most rom coms the protagonist is a female mm-hmm. who. Usually ends up in a healthy relationship and has a balling career. Mm-hmm. Has has a major glow up and does it typically for herself, and then in turn gets the career in guy. Kind of like Sweet Home Alabama, just like Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Like, um, yeah, I don't think it's that out of reach. I think it's more something to look up to in a way. For especially sure. Com- sure. if you're comparing it to Twilight, which is kind of like yikes like watching it again there's like some weird dynamics at play and there's some weird like there's like an ick factor to it and it's it is so icky yeah and like but we were crazy this movie has influenced the last 14 years Mm -hmm. in the strangest way just by watching this movie alone it's like Catherine hardwick directed it And it's kind of done as an indie. It it had, like, a really small budget. It looks like her film 13, but with vampires. And this is what, like, spawned, you know, True Blood, Vampire Diaries, The Hunger Games, Insurgent, blah, 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 blah. I, I still stand by my statement, too, that The Vampire Diaries is better than Twilight. I've never seen The Vampire Diaries. It has more substance. Like, I truly believe, like, watching this again, without having read the book in a long time, but having read the book back in the day, if you watch this movie and you haven't read the book, you're going to be lost. Like, it just doesn't stand up on its own, in my opinion. It's like, there's not enough dialogue. There's not enough, not enough connections with the characters that make sense. Like, it. It does build a world, like, aesthetically. It's 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 cool, aesthetically. The music's cool, but it's not, like, you don't care about the characters that much. You hardly even care about Bella because of her poor decision-making, you know? And her attitude and her, like, turning up her friends. Like I know, like, they really don't set her up for success, but I don't know. Like, I'm gonna... I feel like we just... We raced into this episode kind of, yeah. like... Edward, when he's like hop on (laughs) Spider Monkey, Uh he like like, soars (laughs) through the Uh treetops. So, anyways, so for today's episode, we're talking about Twilight. Get it back together. I know we're both here with COVID. Yeah. So in a couple weeks when this comes out, it'll be a real timestamp for us. It really will. Look back fondly. (laughs) Yes. But we were like, we have to create content. We have to do something. And yeah, or we'll go insane. Yeah. So we popped in Twilight. (laughs) Um, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on Twilight. Same. I'm surprised, though. Like, the whole time I was telling myself, like, Nikki, don't, um, like, I know, you know, we've kind of seen it all as far as the Twilight. It was, like, the cultural phenomenon when we were growing up, and then it became, like, a meme to, like, hate on Twilight. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And now, because of, like, the Gen Z and TikTok of it all, it's popular again and people like twilight and people stand by that this is a good movie the the first one they're like they're like well you know like i grew up with these so it means a lot to me and also the first one's really good i can't stand by the other ones can i say something yes okay i actually think new moon is better there's well there's more conflict there's more of a story right or maybe the one she stares out the window for yeah. Oh, but then at the end, because it was that's when when Edward takes off his shirt and it scares yes, people. We see right? okay, we don't see anyone shirtless in this in the first movie. No one, not Jacob, not Edward. So that was missing. <laughs> there's no conflict really between the two of them. So that's you know what I mean. Like this movie, I don't know. It just I feel like there's some things missing. There's so many things missing because like, do you remember like the team Edward and team Jacob thing? Yeah. So this movie has none of that but has no like starting point like i don't understand how she even how jacob even comes into the equation because she like friend zones him so fast yeah he's already been friend zoned and she's already made up like her mind that she's gonna be in love with edward forever so i don't even remember why like I don't know if he does her dirty or something or she's like impatient because he won't turn her into a vampire. I don't know. Or if she's just two-timing and it's just like, oh, you know, Jacob's giving me attention and he's hot and his body is warm. Like, let me cuddle (laughs) with him instead. I don't know. She's like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But you're the Twilight expert, Brie. Yeah. (laughs) And that's all. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like I was one of those people that like Dipped my toes in and dipped it out real quick, so. Gotcha. So, well, yeah. I read, like, all the books. I was really into it for a while, like, truly was into it, but. It's awesome. Yeah. At the time, like, as a teenage girl, I feel like there's a different lens that you're looking through when you're watching it, and it's like, you know, just the whole idea of being moody and broody, and the movie is very, and the books were very much, like, that vibe, you know? So you kind of lean into that. You kind of relate to Bella a lot more. But looking back now, like, now I'm like, I cannot relate. Like, I'm like, girl, what is wrong with you? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk more about that in a second. But yeah, Twilight stars Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. And I would say this is kind of the career-making movie for the two of them. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was directed by Catherine Hardwick, who did 13 and Lords of Dogtown. And it was released on November 21st, 2008, and it was the biggest cultural phenomenon of the late 2000s and early 2010s. hmm Yeah. But yeah, this, like, put Robert Pattinson, Kristen Stewart on the map. Um, I think before I hand, at least for me, Robert Pattinson I knew as Cedric Diggory. Oh, yeah. That's right. He, Goblet of Fire. He, I always thought, like, in, that, in the Harry Potter franchise, like, he, his character could have been more like doing more. Like he did a good job with the character. And I was like, oh, he's cute. He's interesting. It like makes sense in that world. It it is a an interesting thing that this is so career defining for both of them mm-hmm. because I think it's like their worst performances I've ever seen. Both of them, yes. And like we've had a like as a society like a Christian Stewart Renaissance. Mm-hmm. And you know, I remember Christian Stewart from like Panic Room. Like, she was, like, a kid actor. She was in Catch That Kid. Oh, I remember. The iconic Catch That Kid. I do remember Catch That Kid, yes. So, you know, she was just, like, a regular girl to me, and then I feel like Twilight put her in such a box that she's still having to break out of today. But I think now, because she's a lesbian and because she played Princess Diana, like, you know, and she's the face of Chanel, I think, you know, things changed. I forgot that she was a lesbian, but I was getting those vibes in Twilight when (laughs) I was was like, she's giving lesbian vibes, but like, I don't know. That's what I was thinking, but I don't know. I just felt like they didn't, I know they had chemistry and stuff, but do they really? It's not like that. It's not like flying. It feels forced to me. Like it's sort of there, but it's not like. I, I disagree. Really? I, I can see their chemistry very well. And then maybe she's not a lesbian, maybe she's bi. I don't know. Just because you date a lady, just because you date a man, don't mean you're straight. That's true. Uh, <laughs> woke moment. <laughs> woke moment. But <laughs> we haven't had one in a while, so. Yeah. <laughs> but I do feel like there's palpable, like, sexual chemistry between the two of them. But I I think it's because Edward Cullen gives off lesbian energy as well. <gasps> he does. Maybe that, you're right. He's like a pretty boy, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like safe. He's sparkly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks like a woman. And they really, this. they dated, right? In real life? Yeah. And then she cheated on him with the Snow White and the Huntsman director dude. That's what I was thinking. And about. then Donald Trump, uh, tweeted that he felt bad for, uh, Robert Pattinson. It was, wait, he, th- yeah. Trump tweeted that about that. Yes. <laughs> It was a strange time. Twenty twelve was a weird time. Yeah, honestly though, I felt kind of bad for him too. Like, what a way to find out, right? I don't know. guess. does it really matter? Like, Robert Pattinson since became Batman. Yes, he's gotten to date F K Twigs. Oh, I forgot about that. Wow, I don't know. good for him. Yeah. Um, but no, okay. So Kristen Stewart. So like. The story goes that Kristen Stewart really wanted Robert Pattinson and told Katherine Hardwick. She was like, I got to have, we got to have him. And um, Katherine Hardwick said Kristen was like, it's got to be Rob. She felt connected to him from the first moment that electricity or love at first sight or whatever it is. And then Hardwick gave him part, but made him make a promise. Um, she said, you've got to realize that Kristen's 17 years old. She's underage. You got to focus, dude, or you're going to jail. Oh, dang. And she made him swear on a stack of Bibles. How old was he at the time? At, like, 20-something? He was, like, 20. early 20s. Yeah. But, yeah, like, apparently on a bed in Katherine Hardwick's house is where Pattinson and Christian Stewart did that first screen test where they kiss. Um, And, yeah, wow. that bed made Pattinson who he is now, you know? Dang. Oh, because of that bed that's so strange can you imagine them going into like the direct or the um right the director's mm-hmm. like house house and just i don't know it's so weird i mean that's one way to do it i guess that's a low budget right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a real low budget but hey they passed the screen test so. i mean i guess they do have some chemistry i don't want to say i don't have any chemistry i guess i just feel like she was also giving lesbian vibes that's uh, you know no I, I think it was the outfit too it's just something about her look i mean you would know <laughs> i don't know i mean i think you would know more than me is what i'm trying to say it's just a vibe i don't know that i was getting what is the lesbian vibe I don't know. It just depends on the person, because there there isn't just one vibe. It's just it's just the gaydar went off for me. That's all. Just a little ding ding. Like, huh? I think it's I don't know. But what's a defining thing? Because it, it's not like a screaming thing, like an Ellen DeGeneres in the nineties. She reminds to be straight. me a little oh. bit of Ellen DeGeneres. There, I don't know what it is. It's something about like her composure or her like. I don't want to say she's boyish. I don't know what it is. It's hard to – it's really hard to describe, Nick. I don't know. Do you think queer people – okay, I know you're not a lesbian, but, like, do you think the queer people stand differently? Stand? I know, like, like the Ellen slouch or, like, the Kristen Stewart, like, lean back. Sometimes, maybe. I mean – but I think it's more an overall demeanor or, like, a sense. Like, there's just a – I don't know how to describe it. I think there's just a sense – that if you are somewhere on the kinsey scale you can sense it in another person that is also you know if you're somewhere in the middle or i don't know more than a one <laughs> no not i don't there's just something i don't know nick i don't i don't know how to describe it i really love how i'm trying to like <laughs> figure this out and I you're know. like you're just not. you know shell. <laughs> you're just not one of us no one's ever asked me i'm like you know it's like do you know what i mean like i don't know like i can sense it i'm not on the scale i'm not in the cool club but But you can sense it but i can sense like like um it's like an attitude it's an attitude maybe style choices sometimes just it's not to the male gaze at all yeah yeah i would say yeah See, Nick, you do know. You know something. Yeah, but I feel like I can't say because, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but you're an ally. I mean, you're woke. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm trying to ask you because, honestly, I haven't thought that deep about it. I've just, you know what I mean? Because, like, like, I notice uh, you don't stand up straight. <laughs> up straight so that my posture. I'm like slumping over. No, it's not. You're slumping over. It's that you're doing the Christmas Stewart lean. I- I lean, and I just wanted to know if this is like I didn't thing. know I leaned. See, I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm just not self aware. I'm like, oh, I can sense other people, but I don't give off a vibe. But maybe I do. I don't know. I don't know. I just wondered if it was just like a thing in the air, you know. Yeah, it might be. I-, I think you might be onto something, Nick. I think it's the lean. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> like, but I think with you, it might be because you're really into that meme—the that's hip hop meme. Yeah, but I wonder if every that hip hop lady also gives me lesbian energy. <laughs> Is that... Yeah, she was. She was married in the past, though. So. That means nothing. <laughs> okay, I don't know. This is like turning into a different episode. <laughs> this is like the queer quadrant. <laughs> we need more queer people on to help figure this out. Cause like I can't just be the only I you know what I mean? I can't speak for everyone. Oh, but I'm making you <laughs> <laughs> Oh I'm like on the record, Bree. I know. If you're queer, do you slouch? <laughs> <laughs> I would say like probably like ninety percent of the time. That's my that, that's my final statement. I feel like everyone's queer nowadays, though. <coughs> yeah. Just that's a tangent. <laughs> but. And maybe everyone slouches. I don't know. Who's to say? I don't know, Nick. But, but this is an interesting <laughs> discussion. I don't know how to move on from here. I know. There's I... not really anything queer happening in Twilight, though. There's no representation that it, in this movie. No, I think Christian Stewart and Robert Pattinson both play lesbians in Twilight. <laughs> Like, that has to explain it, right? Yeah. There's a lot of, like... Is this the female gaze? Or the female gaze? Ooh. (laughs) G-A-Y. (laughs) G-A-Y. Because, like, they do have a sexual chemistry. Yeah. But, like... He's not super masculine. Yeah. It's, like, a very (laughs) roundabout... They don't even kiss. Well, because he's a vampire and all. Mm. But there is this, like, like um, I love how I'm just slouching. No one can see, <laughs> me. but like leaning, because they're all leaning in this movie. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, you're the one that wants everyone to be gay in this movie. You're like they're all slouching. They must all be gay. I don't know. Maybe because I wanted to spice it up. Because this movie <laughs> is boring. No, it is. <laughs> it really is. I-, I thought it was going to be so exciting and like fun. Like there were a lot of moments that made me laugh that were funny, but not for the right reasons. I mean, this is not a comedy. This is supposed to be a drama. It's because this movie's painfully serious. <laughs> painfully, it's way. T- it takes itself too seriously too, and the moments where he's, like, running up the trees and stuff, where it's supposed to be so serious. It's too much. Too much. It's funny. His posture's hilarious. The stance, like, everything they're doing, going up the tree, it, like, looks unnatural. Like, it doesn't look good. Like, the movie <sighs> magic is missing. There is no, like, even when he sparkles, I'm not, like, I remember being so impressed when they revealed, because you read the book, and they paint this picture, and then you see it on the big screen, and you're like, wow, wow. But now looking at it, I'm like, it's just a few sparkles. Like he doesn't look as like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just the magic of being in the theater at the time that I was blown away by a lot of things that now I look at it and I'm like, wow, I was impressed by this. So did you see this movie like opening night in the theater? I don't know if it was like the opening night, but it was like close to it, like the opening week at least. Yeah. Yeah. So you added to those box office numbers for the opening weekend? <laughs> I did, yeah. Like, $7 or something is out of whatever's for me, yeah. did Were you living? Yeah. No, I was excited. Like, I was so into this franchise, like, and then, it, like, as the books progressed and the story got weirder, I kind of got a little less, and I got a little older. I was like, eh, it's, I can just kind of make fun of it a little now, but I can enjoy it for what it was, and, you know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, quite, like, you know, Harry Potter is one of those things where I feel like, well, you know, we grew up with Harry Potter. But, like, reading the books and watching the movies, like, they never get old. I can go back to them. But I feel like Twilight is, I don't know, maybe it's best left in the past. Yeah, I, I, like, love the idea that people are, like, really into, like, their Twilight baby tees now. Mm. And, like, the soundtrack is so good and like just remembering just the like cultural impact of this movie is way more fun than the actual movie. Yeah, I was going to say like the merch too. Like just speaking on the merch, like I remember they had this really cool like Jacob charm bracelet with a little wolf on there and a yes! little gem. I remember that was so cool. I'm pretty sure I had that and just like the little memorabilia of it all, like it made you feel like, a part of something or you're in this world. I think it's the appeal of the supernatural, you know? Like, we just had, like, you were talking about how, like, Vampire Diaries, True Blood and all this other phenomenon, like, it kind of sparked this, like, everyone was interested in vampires all of a sudden and the supernatural kind of stuff, and it was just a fun world to kind of be in and fantasy world to escape in, especially if you're a teenager. You need, like, an escape. So, I think it provided that, but. And that people were horny. I think (laughs) that, like, vampires. Actually, yes like honestly from my recollection i remember so many people were really into these like the vampire diaries or true blood or twilight not because like y- you know they wanted to hear the story but they were like i want to see these two vampires fucking oh my god i didn't really think of that but i think you're correct <laughs> like there were some moments in the in the twilight books that were a little hot and i was like oof I mean, Twilight did spawn fan fiction that turned into Fifty Shades of Grey. I read some fan fiction. Not, like, that kinky, though, but, like, I read some fan fiction afterwards, and because I was really, in, I was into the story and the characters, but they were, it was a little, some of it was spicy, but not that spicy. What was the best fan fiction story? Which ones do you, re- like, remember the most? Well, it's hard, because I read a lot of them, but... It was, there was one that was more focused on the, like, the family, and something, some other, they had created some type of side story of sorts, and it was, like, it was Carlisle, which is, like, the the dad, and, like, Esme, I think her name was Esme, is the mom, I don't know, it was some story with them, but also had to do with Edward and someone, but it was, like, it was interesting, like, they had to go on some type of, some type of adventure and defeat some type of evil, and. I don't know. Huh. It, it was creative. Sometimes, I am i don't know. I've been impressed by how some people can spin things and take these characters and make it, like, into a really cool story. But, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I'm people, like... There was fan art, too. Okay. Fan art. I was really into looking at Twilight fan art. People were doing digital art a lot at that time. Digital paintings of the vampires, all looking sexy. Yeah. Like on DeviantArt. Yes, DeviantArt, yep. <laughs> anyway. i like, <laughs> I just be scrolling looking at Odd Vampires. Like, obviously we were close during this time, but like... <laughs> we didn't talk about this, did we? Because I'm... Well, I don't think I've ever read a piece of fan fiction all the way through in my entire life. <laughs> I, I don't... I, I don't know. I I know it's like so cool now. I like the, the cycle has, like, turned where I feel like it's cool nowadays to be, like, back in the day, I was in a fan fiction. I was on Art, you know? And I'm, like... You're like, not me. Not me. <laughs> like, I ain't no geek. I, yeah, I'm, like, I wasn't a nerd. Um, but... Okay. Your time will come, you know? Maybe yeah. you'll find something to, to fangirl about and write your own fan <laughs> fiction. No, you know, like, I think my nerddom comes out, like in different ways like I'll look at like box office mojo and like box office stats from mm. like movies in like 1999. You're a numbers gal. <laughs> I'm a numbers gal. <laughs> you want but, the cold hard facts. But only when it comes to the box office baby or like yeah I'm a, like a nerd in that way. Mhm. But yeah, like nothing. I don't I don't know. I wish I was cool. I don't know. I don't feel like quirky. I- <laughs> mm. Like Bella, I'm not like other girls. I'm a weird girl. I feel like you don't feel weird enough. Like, I feel a little too, like, Anna Kendrick in this movie, which, like, I remember people being like, oh, she's so annoying in this movie, but no, she's a normal girl in this movie. She's, like, kind of the voice of reason. She's just cute. She's bopping along. She's normal, trying to be friends. She's, like, nice, even when, like she probably doesn't want to be because Bella likes the same guys that she likes or the guy likes her that she, you know, Bella doesn't even like that. I don't even know that blonde kid's name, but he like tries to ask her to prom and the one that looks like a young Edward Norton. Yeah. Like the thing about Twilight for me, especially during this time when you were doing your fan art and Uh your fan fiction. Yeah. I was really into pretending that I liked Twilight. (laughs) <laughs> okay. And I was really into the Twilight aesthetic. Yeah. Like you were talking about like Nordstrom did a Twilight collab. hmm So I was really into, you know, long t-shirts. Yeah. Um, Duop Lip Venom, Twilight Edition. Because I, you know, have dark hair and I was really pale. So I feel like this Twilight aesthetic was like my time to really... They had some good you know, clothing, too, though, because I just had an unlocked memory. I had this hoodie, and it had, like, the Jacob, like, his tribe. yeah, tribe. It had, like, a a gold kind of metallic thing like on a the crest. back. Like a crest. yeah. And it was the most comfortable hoodie I've ever had. And then the button broke, and then I was, it was so super low-cut at that point. And I was like, I oh, and I think I grew out of it. Like, I literally couldn't fit into it at a certain point, so I got rid of it. But it was... It lasted a good while. It was my favorite. So good. I just remember, uh, what were the, there was the Edward, it wasn't Edward, but it was like, of course there were the motifs, like Team Edward, Team Jacob. Yeah. Which I flip-flopped. For this movie, I was Team Edward. For New Moon, I was Team Jacob. Mm -hmm. It's just, whatever was cool at the time. And then it was cool to be like, I'm Team Switzerland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember, oh my god, I can't believe Switzerland, that was like a thing, like, a, like okay, because being Team Switzerland is something that's existed for a long time, but for some reason Twilight made yes. it for our generation, it was like, it became like a like a term that we would use in situations, like, oh no, I'm Team Switzerland on this, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it was part of the Twilight, like, thing, thing yeah. I don't know. But What were you saying about Edward? Like, do you remember something specific with his merch or something? Or I don't. No? I just remember it saying Team Edward or Team Jacob. Or what about perfumes? Were there perfumes? Were there perfumes? I feel like there were. How did we get here? Yeah. I feel like they had everything for Twilight, though. Like, after this film, they were off to the races. Mm-hmm. But I really love the vampire aesthetic. I feel like it goes with my coloring, you know, as a winter. (laughs) Yeah. No, Nikki, you would fit right in, I think, like, with the aesthetic. Like, you could be sitting with the Cullens at the cafeteria at the school and just no one would question. I mean, you've seen my headshot, right? (laughs) Yeah. Actually, it does look like you're auditioning for Twilight a little bit. My actor headshot totally just is like alice cullen i love that and you have edward cullen eyes thank you but (laughs) but yeah i feel like such a bitch or like such a like a weird like being like you were into this oh my god yeah there's like it's i think it's lotion and perfume a box set okay oh my god this is so i don't remember this specifically but do you remember in the late 2000s this whole, like, like, capitalism at its finest. Like, I'm going to take every property, mm-hmm. like, media property and make it into a perfume and lotion set for Christmas. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. This is immortal. Twilight. And it's also, like, the brand is just some generic. It's still expensive. It's like $54 or something crazy. Ooh, $40 plus $18 shipping. You can bid it. Oh, it's from 2011. Nice. Oh nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah i do remember i had i had the twilight like new moon sweatshirt i had the same jacob one you had yeah but i remember they even had do you remember the skirts that were very in back in like 2009 that have like the thick black elastic band and then, like, the ruffles. Mm-hmm. I had one of those and, like, a slouchy shirt that said some, like, Twilight crap on it. <laughs> nice. Now, the aesthetic was, like, popping off. So good. But it's so funny in the movie because, you know, we talk a lot. Typically, or we try to talk about fashion in the film a lot. Right. This movie <sighs> lacks <Relax. laughs> the fashion. Yeah, and I know it's, like, it doesn't have a big budget, so. Well, some of the pieces, aren't they thrifted? Mm -hmm. Or, like, from the mall, and they're just... Yeah. The color palette is very bland. I don't know if that's just maybe to go with the aesthetic of it, because, like, the whole... What I do like is how the movie does have, like, a style to it. Mm -hmm. It's very blue-toned, like, blues and greens, very cool-toned, kind of dusty, like, dark, like, just not super saturated, not, like... I don't know. It's, you know, not like a super contrasty. Like it's. Yeah. And it has that like cool, like blue toned. <clears throat> it's very Catherine Hardwick. I don't know how else to say it. Like it does remind me of like 13 or like um like a weird indie. Mm-hmm. Everyone looks cold and shivering, even if they're not. And then if the sun is out, it looks like it's the middle of winter still somehow. It does. I was so confused, though. Bella is from Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. But like she comes in looking the most pale I've ever seen a person. The hair is like dark as night. Yes. Like, and she's like, I love the sun. And it looks like she's allergic to the sun. It does. It looks like she like, if you love the sun that much, you'd have like a few freckles or like a little bit like some rosiness in your cheeks or something. Something. Like she looks dead. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, like, it's so weird. Yeah. Which is exactly what Anna Kendrick's character says. <laughs> she, I swear, she's, like, the voice of reason. She doesn't say much this whole film, but she's, you know, she's all right. She I, knows what's up. True. I love how Anna Kendrick, like, denies, like, she, like, disowns this film. <laughs> she, oh, does she really? In yeah. real life, she's just like, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love that. But before we get into the nitty gritty, just like a little bit of a backstory. So um, it was optioned by Paramount Pictures, like the MTV films, mm. in 2006. Um, but it was affected by the writer's strike in 2007, 2008. Um, and Kristen Stewart was actually on the set of Adventureland, which I like a lot better. Adventureland's good. It's good. She's good in it too. She is. Um, and visited her and she was captivated. Like Catherine Hendrick was captivated by Kristen Stewart. Um, and Pattinson actually flew out to LA on his own dime to read with Kristen Stewart. Oh wow. So and he was like in debt at the time and Yeah. You know, so And I guess fans didn't like that Ashley Green was Alice Cullen because she was too tall. What? And it was ri- originally pictured to be like a, um, like a, uh, Rachel Lee Cook type of vibe. Which means? Oh. Well, I don't know. It never really bothered me, because I thought she had the personality and the look. I mean, who cares? She, I don't know. It's a little I nitpicky. Mean, true. I mean, Rachel Lee Cook, though. I mean, it is... Anytime Rachel Lee Cook could be in a movie, I'd be happy. But... um. Uh, what's her face? Stephanie Myers had Henry Cavill in mind for Edward. You know, I could totally see that. He he's cute. He looks like he could be little broody. You know? Yeah, but he was like deemed too old. Ah, and then see that Emily Browning for Bella. I vaguely, you know, I remember hearing that. Trying to remember who that is. (laughs) A series of unfortunate events. Oh, her. Yeah, or like Sucker Punch. That would have been interesting. Eh, I don't know. I think Kristen Stewart does it best. Yeah? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's hard not to imagine Kristen Stewart because then we wouldn't have all the, the memes and the... That's true. I don't know. Because the way she emotes, like in this movie, at least, there's not a lot of emotion. It's so strange. But those two, Robert Pattinson <clears throat> and casey you acting the least yes like their chemistry that's what i'm saying like it's not necessarily that they don't have chemistry but it's like two very socially awkward people that don't it seems like they've both been allergic to the sunlight and haven't left their rooms in like decades and then this is their first interaction with the person in a long time that's the way it comes off it does i I'm so confused. I if, I feel like this was like a fever dream. The Twilight was so huge. and I don't understand. Were we just really like into... I know at this point in time we were very into like Juno was popular. So I don't know. I know we liked more of like the offbeat quirky girls that were a little more deadpan. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Uh, but elliot page had a personality in juno you know yeah what about elliot page at the time <laughs> as bella <laughs> talk <laughs> about <laughs> your energy <briefly. laughs> i don't know i think i would have read similar possibly probably no i don't know but may- but maybe more lively actually yeah, there's something about Elliot Page's eyes that there's more alive. <laughs> they're they're alive, but. <laughs> so, yeah, Roger Ebert's review. Oh, boy. Do you want to read or you want me? Go for it. Okay. So, <clears throat> Ebert says, if you're a vampire, it's all about you. Why is Edward Cullen obsessed to the point of erotomania by Bella Swan? Because she smells so yummy? but he doesn't want to kill her. Here's what he tells her. He must not be around her. He might sink his fangs in just a little and not be able to stop. She finds this overwhelmingly attractive. She tells him it's the most beautiful thing she's ever seen. I don't remember Edward ever saying that to her, maybe once. He keeps saying they should stay far apart because he craves her so much. Should a woman fall in love with a man because he desires her so much? Men seem to think so. It's not about the woman. It's about the man's desire. Huh. You know, he really goes deep here. Um, he says, we all know there's no such thing as a vampire. Come on now. That What is Twilight really about? It's about a teenage boy trying to practice abstinence and how in the heat of the moment it's really, really hard. And about a girl who wants to go all the way with him and doesn't care what might happen. Uh, he's so beautiful, she'll do anything for him. She's the embodiment of the sentiment, i die for you. She's like many adolescents. A I don't know what that means. Wow. I don't know which part to read. Let's see. I know. I mean, this isn't like a. It isn't either here nor there review. Uh, at the end of the review, he does say that he. When he was in the audience watching Twilight, like everyone's really captivated and silent, and like someone under their breath said, he's so hot. So I think. <laughs> I mean, like we said, the public really liked it. We really, you know, were were into it at the time. Yeah. Everyone was. I don't know. I know. It was really hard not to be at the time, I swear. I also think, like, speaking to the teenage girl of it all, because, like, you haven't experienced yet, or you're about to experience, you're starting to experience liking. Being attracted to someone in that way. hmm That these feelings of yearning or, I don't know, whatever you'd call it, it's, you know. Don't you think it's, like, a little bit intense for high school, though? Like, or, I don't know. I would say, but I think, like, a lot of girls especially, like, want that intensity. It's, like, an aspirational intensity, Mm. And like Edward Cullen's like a soft boy, uh huh. So it's like this perceived safeness that's attractive, I guess. Or he's a perceived intellectual in this movie. Like I made a note that he looks like you know the scene when they like make their relationship like official, like school official, and he comes out of the car in the sunglasses, uh huh. And he looks straight up like Cate Blanchett as Bob Dylan in that one movie. Oh my god. <laughs> Yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I don't know. Just just hit at all the right points. You're like, he's not that hard. He's yeah, he's like such a soft hashtag soft boy or like soft boy TM. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, <sighs> well, um, <laughs> yeah. should I give us the synopsis? Yeah, give give the, the synopsis. So, high school student Bella Swan, played by Kristen Stewart. But always a bit of a misfit, doesn't expect life to change much when she moves from sunny Arizona to rainy Washington state. Then she meets Edward Cullen, played by Robert Pattinson, a handsome but mysterious teen whose eyes seem to peer directly into her soul. Edward's a vampire whose family does not drink blood, and Bella, far from being frightened, enters into a dangerous romance with her immortal soulmate. Nah. Is this like the first thing about a twin flame? Like, the are eyes? they twin flames? Because the, they look at each other, like, so intensely? Yeah. Maybe. And they're like, I can't live without you. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, maybe. We all know twin flames don't work I, out. I was going to say, I thought twin twin flames were, like, not, like, a, the same as this like, soulmates. Do you think that that Edward's, like, her twin flame, and then Jacob's her soulmate, maybe? I could care less. <laughs> if I'm being quite honest, like. <laughs> okay, I know we're talking about this movie because, like, of the nostalgia of it all. Yeah. And, like, it's funny and, like, everything. Okay, this is not my <laughs> cup of tea. Okay. Because, I'll back it up though. <laughs> See, it's it's not because they're vampires. Okay. That's fun. That's a fun element, a cheeky element. Um, I love practical magic. I know those are witches, but you know what I mean. Su- I welcome the supernatural. Yeah, I'm into romance, passion. Hmm. Um, but like Bella. As a protagonist, Kristen Stewart, when people used to make fun of her because she was so bland and, like, dead in the eyes. Yeah. Girl, she is. No, she is. It is hard to be invested or care about someone. (laughs) So boring. And Edward is, too. Robert Pattinson doesn't do anything. And, like, it works for the Batman. Uh Uh-huh but like at least in the batman you can kind of see he's like a like um a person that's been affected by life there's more under the surface like you can feel it there's like a fleshed out character he's brooding for a reason and all you know he like seems to care about catwoman a little bit or care about gotham yeah to a degree you know still cool and brooding but cares he doesn't seem to care about anything because i'm wanting to eat bella yeah this i i feel like in this movie the characters are very apathetic like i mean like bella the whole time like people are literally trying to be her friend she's a new girl in school she completely ignores them blows them off because she's obsessed with edward but what is what kind of substance is he even providing other than being sexy you know what i mean and she's like, I'm in love. And I'm like, okay. But he can barely form a whole sentence. He doesn't even know how to talk to her. And I don't know. I think, like, in the, in early on in the scene in the biology classroom, when he's, like, throwing up <laughs> in his mouth over the smell of her. Yeah. Because he's attracted to her, quote unquote. It's, like, such a teenage girl writing thing. Sorry, Stephanie Myers. Because it's, like... He's not, he's just not that into you, is what we should have been taken from this. Like, if someone, like, acts like that and then says it's because they can't resist you and they're so attracted, walk the other way. You should run. Okay. Yeah, why are we not, why are we so cool about him being, like, a stalker? Like, because he, you know, the scene where, well, it's, like, good that he was around and stuff, but he's also like, yeah, I just stay around just in case you need me. It's, like, a little bit freaky. And then the fact that, like, we find out he's been watching her while she's sleeping, breaking into her room and just watching you, like, she, because she woke up once and saw him there and thought she was dreaming or something. No, he's been watching her. She, he says for, like, month, like, two months or something. Now, that's a boundary. I get that fantasy, though. I get, yeah. I will say, I get the no boundaries thing being a fantasy, but, like, if your first interaction with someone is that they, they, okay, I think my ego is too strong. I can't help it. I'm a Leo, okay? Like, If someone that was cute, or just a boy, if I'd looked over at him and he looked like he was going to vomit by the look of me, I would be so in my feelings forever that I would not let that go even to this day. I'd be like, that one dude, and I would never talk to him. I'd be in my feels. Or would you ever confront him? You know, because I thought I was really hoping she was going to be like, what the hell is wrong with you? What's your problem? But she, she doesn't. I know. Or if I liked him. I would definitely confront him, because that's how you get someone to talk to you. Right? Anyway, but well, I don't know. Just- so apathetic. You're right. that they, they just, like, it is, like, teenage girl bait, though, because teenage mm. girls aren't going to, like, confront. They're going to want to be confronted, or they're going to want situations to happen, like almost getting hit by the car and oh, him yeah. saving him, or Ooh. or girl, teenage girls love to just have or i used to have fantasies i'd be like oh i could just be laying in bed right now and someone could pop pop or come through my window like billy from scream you know yeah yeah like teenage girls love to do nothing and get all the romantic okay the the part like where they're like laying in the grass and time is just going on and the, the camera's spinning around that i i definitely had that fantasy just laying on the hill with someone, looking at the clouds, sparkling in the sun together. Yeah. You know? This is like. Climbing up trees together. Oh my god, if only I could climb that high, you know? At the t- I was like, yes, sold. <laughs> so, you know, pros and cons. Yeah. But. I do think it. Okay, my favorite fashion moment. Is when Bella's wearing that, like, it looks like a vintage bowling shirt. <sighs> yes. Iconic. Lesbian vibes, but iconic. No, it's it's cool. She looks like she's about to, to bowl in the middle of the <laughs> school cafeteria, but it's cute. It also makes me think of, okay, do you remember back in the day? I don't know if they still to do this now, but, like, do you remember, like, the girls that were, like, the hash like quote not like other girls Mm -hmm. type of deal and they would but they would still be wearing like abercrombie it would just like be in more muted color i don't know it was like basic girl clothes but with an attitude yeah because like i love how there's like nothing to this captures a vibe style-wise with bella that's like very hard i think but very like of the late 2000s, mm-hmm. where it's like a girl that's like, like alternative in mm. a sense, but like is still just wearing Hollister. Right. I don't know. It's a very interesting. I don't know how to put it into words. She, Do you know well, what I mean? She's wearing a lot of like Henley's and like little button up kind of like that. Those. It's not exactly a waffle shirt, but it has that similar fit. Like it's. I don't know. It's still kind of in style, you know? yeah um or it's like the i don't care about fashion so i am going to just go to the mall and pick up a henley Mm -hmm. and some boot cuts oh if we're talking about fashion too like so many messenger bags yeah do you remember when that was like a trend just having like messenger bags like just i don't know feeling like You're cool or, like, maybe you're in college now or something if you had a messenger bag. I don't know. I do remember in high school, like, at least where I went, like, a trend of being, like, I'm not going to carry a book bag. So all the girls just carried purses and then, like, physically carried all their books like me. Mm, Yeah, backpacks weren't cool. Yeah. (laughs) Not even messenger bags. It was, like, you wear a purse or nothing. Wow. Actually, yeah. No, I remember that. I even thought Anna Kendrick, like, you know how she wears, like, she wears, like, two camis at once. They're, like, layered on top of each other. I was like, ah, I remember doing crazy stuff like that. Like, you you don't really need two camis, but no, that makes an outfit, you know? That's, I was so glad when we, like, veered away from that. Like, two tank tops. (laughs) Gotcha. That's called layering. Mm -hmm. But, like, do you remember, like, years before that when people would actually take two polo shirts and stick one on top of the oh other. Oh my god, the two polo The shirts. madness. <laughs> yeah, it went a little too far. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like Anna Kendrick's character in this, is it Jessica? Yeah, I totally like three years before wore two polos. Yeah. <laughs> I get that vibe. What else? Something I thought was interesting like in the very beginning like, like her first day at school and I think, I want to say it was Anna Kendrick that was like, hey, or Jessica, like, hey, like, this is who this person is, this is who that is. And then the Cullens come in, and she's like, yeah, that's the Cullens. They're weird, though. Like, they're adopted, but, like, they're all together. Like, they're all coupled up. And, like, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of strange that, like, I don't know. We didn't really – I feel like I thought about it at the time, but not really that deeply. And now I'm like, you know what? That is pretty weird. I guess i would be weirded out, too. But I get, I get that they're all – like a secret vampire family but but still like culty vibes. It's a little weird, right? Like shouldn't you like at least if you're trying to keep a low profile, like keep it normal? Like just yeah, like you know what not I mean? be like making out with your adopted sister, maybe perhaps. Yeah, thoughts. I don't know. Which also brings me to wasn't even necessary for them to even be in a high school at all cuz there's, like, a wall of graduation caps when she goes, like, to the Cullen's house. Like, Edward mm-hmm. takes her to meet the fam and stuff. And she's like, oh, that's kind of cool. And he's like, yeah, not really. We have to pretend. We have to blend in. We have to stay. We can only stay places for four years at a time or something. And I'm like, D- but wait. You're 17, like, forever whatever. But wh- how would anyone know that you're not 18? Just be, Yeah, I agree. Just be 18. Yeah. No one's going to card you in the streets or something. Like... You don't have to go to high school. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just... I feel like there's a lot of, like, little things where things just don't add up, but it's, like, you suspend the disbelief because, you know, it's a... Because you want to believe. Yeah, because you want to believe. It's like the X-Files for teenage girls. (laughs) It's like, I want to believe. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. And also, okay, Edward, I get... I get the criticisms. He is hostile and gaslights her the yes. whole time and she's in she's like she's into it yeah it's weird yeah she's like hey this happened no no it didn't you you fell and hit your head it's like um oh, all right no like and then uh, she's going to keep his secrets she's just she's so quick to be like what did she say okay i extrapolated this one quote okay Edward goes, I wanted to kill you, and she goes, I trust you, <laughs> and leans in for a kiss. <laughs> yeah, immediately, like, I trust you. Like, someone you don't even really know well, you're like <sighs> – she just throws herself in harm's way multiple times in this movie. She totally does. Like, she takes a weird back alleyway, and you almost gets jumped, you know, and then walking right into, like, the – you know, like, that vampire, the, the bad dude – she just, like, walks right into his plan, doesn't tell nobody. Like, she's just, like, Stupid. Dumb. Yes. I mean, okay. In 2008, <laughs> feminism was truly in its flop era anyways. Mm, it shows. It really shows with this movie and just everything. This is, like, the peak. I thought it was lame, too. Like, her friends take her out to go, like, granted, at the time, she's not interested in going to the... And going to prom or whatever. Mm-hmm. But her friends like, hey, like, what do you think of my dress? What do you think? And she's like, I don't know. And then she kind of gave him something. And they're like, you look like you're not really into this. She's like, yeah, I just want to go to this bookstore. Like, she's like been there for like, I don't know, five minutes. She's like, I got to get out of here. Uh, what I don't get, okay, like they set up that Bella is like, like interested in like all the lore with the vampires or whatnot. But she's not really. She just like, isn't to Edward because once she finds out that he's a vampire and she, after she goes to the bookstore and does all this research she doesn't use any applicable knowledge to save herself further she just wants to be like you're a vampire right mm-hmm. like does she like does she want anything else or does she just want this vampire deck like think- yeah I think so so I- that's, that's a bad example for teenage girls you should only do your homework if you want to bone them <laughs> Yeah, I I don't understand. I also like, girl. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Like, don't you know? Commit just yet. Like, are you sure? She's. I don't know if there's like an old soul vibe that's supposed to be coming off of her. You know what I mean? But she's yeah. very quick to just commit to this vampire lifestyle. Or like towards the end, she's like, yeah, just you should let me turn because then we could be together forever. And it's like, dude, you've known this guy for like two weeks, maybe. I don't what know. do they have in common? nothing what are they talking about pale (laughs) oh my god also strange (laughs) jasper cullen is the creepiest looking character not to like it's random but i have in my notes that he looks like megan oh my god the 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 doll the new movie that's coming out like the 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 robot with the eyes yes no he looks possessed he freaks me out i guess it's because he's hungry all the time because he's like a new vampire. He's new to the lifestyle of not eating people but it's like it's very off-putting and unsettling for sure. Like hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. Um Oh, you know what was really funny? Brie, for a moment in time watching this movie you knew all the words. You knew all the dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) I did. Like as I watched this movie quite a bit but it's also like books, too. They did take a good chunk of it, but I feel like some things didn't translate. But there were certain moments that or just certain moments that I feel were super iconic in this movie that are hard to forget. For me, because I remember being there, like, the premiere of this movie, I remember so many things just standing out and being like, oh my god. You know what I mean? Like, um... Like what? Like, well, the, you know, the famous i know what you are say it she's like vampire you know like um there's that you're my personal brand of heroin oh my god that yeah there's that too um honestly that one i kind of forgot about until i saw it again the part where she's like i don't like any cold wet thing i'm like um all right oh what else what else um The part where he's like i'm not a what if i'm not the hero i'm the villain um i don't have the strength to stay away from you anymore then don't some parts really cracked me up though the part where he's okay you know when she's like asking like she confronts him kind of she's like i know you're a vampire and he's like all right and then he's like I gotta show you something. He, like, kind of takes her by the arm. yeah, And then then he throws her on his back and, like, zooms up the hill like this. (laughs) The editing... Honestly, the editing of this movie could have been better to make it look a little more fantastical and not just, like, you hit the speed up button and... I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm sure the budget maybe wasn't the biggest, but give us some type of special effects. I think towards... As the franchise got bigger, there were better special effects. But anyways... They get to the top of the hill. He's like, I got to show you how I really, you know, what I really am. It's supposed to be a big reveal. And he just sparkles. <laughs> and I'm like, why is this so important? Is he, like, bragging? He's like, this is why I can't be in the sun. I know. You have to see this. I'm like, is it really that important, though? Like, I know, just because you sparkle. I'm like, he's kind of full of it. He's like, this is the skin of a killer. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Weird flex, but okay. Um, Oh, I my favorite quote is... When he says it's an adrenaline rush, Google it. Oh yeah! When he was trying to explain like how he saved her from like the car like, almost hitting her, because he literally just stops it with his bare hands. Yes. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much why. I-, I feel like this movie is a lot of like nothing happening, not a lot of dialogue, a lot of running up the trees. A lot of glances, a lot of intense glares, um, a lot of hostility between Edward and Bella. And- For, like, no reason. Yeah, no reason. Um, And then I feel like there's moments that are epic, like the baseball scene. The baseball scene's good. Which took forever to get to. Like, you know what I mean? I was starting to check out, and I'm like, oh, thank God, there's something interesting up here. And, um, you know, obviously we get, like, um, that Muse song. Epic, and then I feel like the scene where they're like in the ballet studio is pretty epic. It's like a fight scene, the mirror, like it looks cool. And then the end, you know, the prom. It's not that big a deal, but it's it's something. Like I feel like this, it's it's a lot of flatness, though. Like a lot of like there's there should be more action or more dialogue, like something. Nothing happens. Did we forget? Like I feel like we've all forgotten the actual movie twilight yeah not good like the plot the story the characters like we don't really get to care about them we also don't get to fall in love with edward like bella does we get to watch her make decisions and be like girl are you sure yeah it's you know what i mean like usually in like a romance situation and i know that this like at the time i think it was maybe colored differently for teenage girl eyes but i also think like reading the book too there's a lot more in the book that, like, when you read a book, you ha- there's a lot more, you have time to build the characters a lot more. In the movie, you're limited to, like, an hour and a half or whatever, however long the film is, you know. The only thing I could really compare it to is, like, Harry Potter books, because they're also just as thick. But Thick daddies. They get- I feel like there was more material they could, or, like, we watched some of the deleted scenes, and some of them they could have left in there. Or well, like, like the one with um Charlie, her dad, and her at the diner. Like, they actually have a conversation and you kind of can understand where Charlie's coming from. You can. And it also helps build the world. We get what he thinks about Edward initially, which he doesn't he, – he thinks he's a good kid or he thinks that family's good and not to judge people, whatever. Because I feel like they could have took more time to build the world a little better and introduce the characters and get – like – Jacob, it doesn't even matter in this at all. Him and his dad aren't really that relevant except to be like, oh yeah, there's like a feud or something. He tells her like one thing, but it's like But they look nice. Like the Jacob and his dad and his family look nice too. So Yeah. It's like weird. I just feel like the time spent on certain things could have been better spent. You know? Just mm-hmm. the pacing, maybe, could have been better. I don't know. No. I agree but I mean it was interesting like I feel like I don't know I feel like it doesn't really hold up like I wanted it to but I mean okay you know what's a better sense of like chemistry and just like what I like more than Twilight itself like back in the day because you know Paramore does like the song decode for this movie oh yeah Like Haley Williams does an interview with Robert Pattinson, like circa two thousand eight. They have a lot of chemistry, and I, they have a lot of like I want them to be a couple. Really, like in real life, like that energy. Like just watch it. Okay. After this, just pull up your laptop and watch the interview with Haley Williams and Robert Pattinson. That's the love story. (laughs) That's the real love story. Real sense of chemistry and passion. Wow. It, it also kind of proves Robert Pattinson is a charming dude. Yeah. And I, Christian Stewart's proved that too. So maybe it's how the screenplay was written. Maybe the direction a little bit. Because I was thinking about this. Uh, this There's four movies and they all have different directors. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's part of it is the directing. But I don't remember it getting any better. I feel like they like their characters are consistently like... Maybe it's how it's written, then. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But, so movie for me, 4 out of 10. (laughs) But the soundtrack, 11 out of 10. Yes. Can we talk about the soundtrack? The soundtrack is so good. Decode and I Caught Myself, two great Paramore songs. I mean, like, I'm a big Paramore fan anyways, but these songs are iconic. Yes. Just, like, as far as a movie soundtrack, Twilight is great. I even like Flightless Bird. I did, too. Yeah. I feel like I was definitely obsessed with, um, with the Paramore songs, and they stand out kind of, like, on their own, you know? And I feel like they still, they hold up. I also feel like twilight as a franchise like consistently the music is always good so oh, yeah i don't know who they put in charge of that but whoever is making those decisions that music supervisor mm-hmm. chef's kiss yes i also i remember being really into supermassive black hole by Muse. like i was like so, i was like this is so cool because i've heard of muse songs before but this one was like i don't know it's it really a- got me yeah it i like every couple of years they go on a muse kick just like yeah I like Muse and I I cannot like when I hear that song it's hard not to think about this movie though and that baseball scene for some reason because I remember it it felt so epic and then with Paramore it is hard like listening to decode and not picturing Edward and Bella in some way like just you know what I mean I think yeah not I, I don't know just decodes a great song didn't we listen, like, d- when we went to the concert, weren't they, like, didn't they sing that song, or didn't they, like, probably? So, was it, like, 2009? We saw we saw Paramore in 2009. And we also saw them in, like, 2017. Yeah. So. I just remember they did, like, a big song, like, um, I think they did I Caught Myself, too, which is... Really? Yeah, from what you I remember. might have. I know both times we've seen, like, Paramore Hayley Williams', like, blonde hair. Mm-hmm. But... No, I I don't know. I don't think they played "I Caught Myself" because I would have. As in "I Caught Myself," Stan. I think I would have been way too excited. They probably just did code, yeah. Or maybe I'm blocking it out. But I feel like I would have like ascended <laughs> if they played "I Caught Myself" because that's like a song. It's so good. But Twilight is the best-selling theatrical movie soundtrack since Chicago. Wow. And both the soundtrack and Decode by Paramore were nominated for 2010 Grammy Awards. And Kristen Stewart is actually the one who um, suggested they include Flightless Bird American Mouth by Iron and Wine, which I get because she's like, cool. Yeah. Well, it's a good suggestion. And I thought that song was perfect by uh, Iron and Wine. You know, just like for the slow dance, it was... Also, I, was, I remember being into Iron and Wine. Like, I think we've talked about that, too. Just, like, it being a vibe at the time. Just indie music. Yeah. Being kind of sad and a lot of time. Yeah. I mean, I was earlier just, like, listening to, like, an Iron and Wine-inspired playlist. Nice. <laughs> just, like, vibing. I know. I think I saw you over there vibing. I know, okay, I like Vi- I, I think I was listening to I Will Follow You Into the Dark by Death Cab, mm. and it just takes me back. That's a song that's depressing and, like, emo, but, like, I really like- it gets me in a good mood. No, it's I'm a like, good song. like, yeah. <laughs> like, um, like the Smiths, I know I'm like- they all, like, are about death and stuff, and I'm like, yeah! Look at that double-decker bus. Crashes in to toe. die by your side. I have in the way to die. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so the box office, um, for this week of the twenty first two thousand eight, Twilight was number one. Whoa, Quantum of Solace, the worst. Uh, Daniel Craig James Bond. Number three was Bolts, your favorite. <laughs> okay, I'll tell that story. Number four was Madagascar: Escape to Africa. Five was Real Models. And then six, Changeling. Seven, High School Musical 3. Woo! And that's, isn't that when everyone <laughs> cheered when Troy was took off his shirt? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. But yes. So, this weekend, I did not watch Twilight when it came out. Oh, I God. watched Bolt. This is why. <laughs> so. so <laughs> and I, I spilled my water. <laughs> um, when this movie came out... Everyone was excited to see Twilight. It was a thing before it was a thing. I I don't know. Yeah. We were mad for Twilight. Mm-hmm. We Jones and for Twilight. We were Jones. And I wanted to watch Twilight opening weekend. But I was hanging out with my mom that Friday. Mm-hmm. I remember it as clear as day. And I wanted to tell my mom I wanted to watch Twilight. But I, right as we were on the way to the movies, got embarrassed. Oh, uh-huh. And I was like, let's just watch Bolt. So <laughs> we went I'm- and saw Bolt. And, you know. And it became and your favorite I- movie, according to mom? According to my mom, it became my favorite movie. <laughs> it, it just was all because I was so embarrassed to ask to go to see Twilight. Oh, You're like, I don't want to be caught there. Yeah, I kind of got like, I don't know, I was like, oh, vampires? a oh, romance? You don't want to let your freak mom? flag fry, fr- fly <laughs> and fry, you know? <laughs> oh boy! But so, how did you end up seeing? Do you go with friends or? Yeah, I saw it like the week after. Gotcha. But I don't know that box office. Is, like, I'm aware of every single movie, or like I've seen a lot of those movies. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't realize that in the top ten. Was The boy in the striped pajamas. Yeah, I didn't realize that was that year either. Um, yeah, I do remember watching that movie though in school. They like made us watch it, and I was like, wow. Um, Changeling, never seen it, but Angelina Jolie is amazing. I did watch High School Musical Three. We went opening day. Yup. Um, Zach and Mary make a porno is really cute. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's like a pretty, it's kind of like a boring time for movies. I get, I get kind of why Twilight was, maybe it just filled a void, too. People were like, we gotta get excited about something. I think so. Like, we can't get hype over Beverly Hills Chihuahua, like, we're gonna go for Twilight. (laughs) Yeah, you can only get so hype over Beverly Hills Chihuahua, let's be real. Uh, Well... I, just say it. Say it, Nick. I have COVID. <laughs> no. Are you afraid? No, I trust you. <laughs> you trust me. I, feel I like- also have COVID. <laughs> oh, boy. I feel like Twilight, it gave us a lot of good memories. Yes. It defined a g- our generation. Yes. For better, but mostly for worse. <laughs> I think it, you know, the reason why a lot of people that are young adults now are in toxic, bad relationships or in no relationships at all is because we were really into Twilight and we needed to check ourselves. Yeah. If you're still into Twilight, you got to check yourself. Yes. (laughs) Or if you were deeply into Twilight in middle or high school, you also need to check up on yourself and your inner child. I got to check up on myself then. (laughs) I'm not like, I'm like telling other people, y'all need to check up on yourselves. Um, I'm <laughs> yeah. No. I- I'm not going to lie. This movie didn't make me want to make out with someone, though. So- it did? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still <laughs> affected by Twilight. And <laughs> I'm a big hypocrite. Still, Nikki, check yourself. Before I know. You wreck yourself. Just think about it. Just think about what we've done. Think about what you've done. <laughs> Just sit there and think as the months go by. Just don't move. Sit. There's a possibility. There's a possibility. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, anything else you'd like to say, Brie? Not really. Um, But I enjoyed, like, taking this trip down memory lane and being like, you know, just... I I think Twilight will still have a special place in my heart, you know? But it's best to leave in the... Like, I don't think I can rewatch this unless I really need... I don't know. It's a lot. I don't even. You know what? How long is this movie? It's. It's 122 minutes, which is like. Trying to do the math here. 90 minutes is an hour and 30. I can't even. That's too damn long. Is that two hours? It was so long. It was two-ish hours, right? But. (laughs) Twilight, the movies can be in the past. Yeah. Vampire aesthetic. Let's bring it back. That okay. dup lip venom. Yes, honestly, I yes. never understood why that left. I always, I don't know. I'm trying to remember if I had. One. I think I had one, but like I, I always wanted. All, like I think there were like different ones, but or... they had the Twilight. Yeah, one, and it was just the it one. Looks it like was the blood. red. It looks like blood. So good. Anyways, I want to buy all the Twilight memorabilia now. I do too. See, that's that's where I get passionate. <laughs> The movie, not good, but uh, the merch, passionate. mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening. We'll uh, see you next week, I guess. We'll see you next week. Um, (laughs) Bye. Bye.